The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The government's proposed gambling regulation bill would ban gambling advertising on Irish television before 9pm at night and concerns have been raised uh, about the impact this might have on the racing industry and the sport of horse racing here. Paul Hensey is Chief Executive of the Association of Irish Racecourses. Paul, what are your concerns? Uh, uh, Good afternoon, Kieran. Yeah, I think, um, I suppose I I would say at the outset, Kieran, that um, racecourses are fully fully supportive of the objectives um, of the gambling legislation uh, through the gambling bill and the need to protect those at risk from gambling harm. However, as it is currently formatted, we're very concerned that there will be serious consequences you know, to our racing and breeding nation that um, in particular Irish racing fans in the industry would no longer be able to watch horse racing on a daily basis. Uh, and explain that to me. I mean, why wouldn't... The, uh, the 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 specialist channels like the the, the racing channel for for example just sell advertising space to other companies. Yes, no, that that's true. Um, but under the legislation as, as it's currently drafted, um, the the broadcast of gambling advertising on TV would not be permitted between the hours of five thirty a.m. and nine p.m. Um, for us, um, we have done a, a media race with Racing TV, who will be showing Irish racing for the for the coming years. But they will find it very, very difficult to to broadcast uh, with that restriction in Ireland because they do a specific feed which covers the UK and Ireland. And as this um, restriction is not in place in in the UK, it may lead to the to it not being financially viable for the, for racing TV to broadcast Irish racing. Um, you know that is that's the big concern for us. And you know we're looking at it from racing fans and a racing enthusiast point of view. But you know you could end up with the anomaly that somebody in the UK would be able to watch Irish racing. Um, on their UK feed of racing TV, but somebody in Ireland who would have a, an interest in, a, in an Irish race may not be able to watch the race in their home country um, if the legislation goes through in its current format. Aon O'Riordan is a Labour TD for Dublin Bay North. Uh, Aon, uh, should the government pay heed to these concerns? Uh, no. Um, frankly, we have a, a massive gambling problem in Ireland. We have apparently approximately 137 thousand problem gamblers and one in four of those are children so it's the responsibility of legislators to look at issues in Irish society and to do something about it I'd also say that one in five uh, problem gamblers are suicidal so there is a deliberate attempt by commercial interests and gambling companies to attach themselves to sport they do it with football they do it with racing and you can't turn on a football match or, or a racing niche without being bombarded with this uh, advertising. So just as we did in the past with uh, smoking and we were told that the Irish Masters would would end and that snooker would end and that golf would end if we cut uh, tobacco advertising and that didn't happen. Uh, I don't suspect that this will happen in terms of racing. Uh, The uh, Horse Racing Ireland gets substantial funds from the Exchequer already. What we're trying to do here is to limit uh, the influence of these gambling companies on um, on the public, uh, but particularly on, on children. Uh, and the best way we can do that is to curb uh, gambling advertising. We would, in the Labour Party, go much further because there's, there's a watershed of 9pm. Yeah. 
uh, where gambling ads can do what they like. And if you have a gambling issue, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, is not really, uh, 9 p.m. is probably the time that you're most vulnerable. So it's different now than it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, there was a social sort of control on going down to the, the bookies and, and all the rest. But now it's very much a silent thing that people do in their own homes, uh, on their own phones. And it's affecting children disproportionately. And that's why we have to do something about it. Paul, would you accept the harm that gambling does to untold households up and down this country? Oh, absolutely. And and as I said at the outset, we're very supportive of the, the gambling legislation. Um, but what we are concerned about is the anomaly that the racing channels, and it's the racing channels per se that, 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 that we're concerned about, because the racing channels are subscription channels. And, and I have no uh, issue um, with what Deputy O'Reardon said. Uh, regarding terrestrial television and, and general sport that's showing during the day and, you know, it, it, you know the measures that are being taken to protect mm-hmm. the vulnerable. But you must remember that Racing TV is a subscription channel. You must be over 18 years of age to subscribe to it. And um, you pay a monthly fee for it. So by, you know, you're not getting something that you don't expect. You're signing up for racing, which, which will come with yeah. betting shows and what have you. From my point of view, I, I'm a huge racing enthusiast. I would seldom have a bet. But I would always be interested in in the prices of horses for a race, or what's favourite, or what's not favourite. Um, and you know, in from from that point of view, you know, I, I would watch racing TV and would have a great interest in in the in all aspects of the sport, um, but but not not restricted to the betting part of it. Aon, does racing TV represent an anomaly that an exception should be carved out for? No, I don't believe so. And look, we always hear these arguments made whenever we, whenever government or, or politics tries to intervene for for the social good to be heard when we brought in the smoking ban. We, we've heard another curtailment. So we have a, an epidemic of, of gambling issue in Ireland. I've outlined the figures for you. Almost 140,000 people are problem with, with gambling problems. A quarter of them are children and a fifth of them are suicidal. So what do we do? Do we just let it rip? Or do we bring in some controls? And and the point of politics is to bring in some control, mm-hmm. and particularly the, the people on the left, like myself, are trying to bring in some controls. Uh, you say yeah, that you have I to be over eighteen. You know, sorry, you say you have to be over eighteen to have a subscription for a racing channel. Technically, you're supposed to be over eighteen to have a to have a betting app, uh, but it doesn't work because so many children are being affected by this. So when it comes to, there'll always be somebody who'll be will be hurt by, by legislation, there'll always be somebody who feel uh, that they are being unfairly treated. But the worst thing to do, the worst thing to do, will be to allow gambling ads mm. uh, to continue as they are, uh, and for the social ill to, to become more of, a, of an epidemic in our country. Uh, Paul, you were trying to get in there? Yeah, I just know, I, 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 I hear what, what Deputy O'Reilly is saying, but from, from my point of view, it, you know, I take it back to when, when I was young, uh, and when I was uh, wanted to watch a race before racing was broadcast on on, on racing TV, um, your only option to watch a race in those days was to go to a bookmaker shop to to watch a race if there was a horse running that you were interested in. Um, and I fear that if if this legislation goes through in its current format, um, and racing TV is is not viable to be shown on Irish racing, that you will get more and more people being driven to those betting apps and being driven to betting shops. General enthusiasts who, who may have no interest in having a bet will be driven to betting shops to go and watch races or horses that they're interested in running. And, you know, at the end of the day, that, that, that is, is not... So it might lead to more gambling? It, it could possibly, yes. That's a bit of a stretch now, is it? 
I, well, look, you, if people I mean, want to watch I mean, the nature of the advertising industry is that they are kind of reaching out to people who might not otherwise buy a product or do a certain activity. Uh, the, the, the idea that, like, even more people than are impacted by that marketing would turn up at their local bookies to watch a race and then end up betting when they had no intention of betting when they walked in the door. Well, it's 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 an environment where 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 you'd be more likely to bet than you would be if you were sitting at home watching racing TV in your sitting room. Aon, have you concerns in that regard? No, look, we've heard from people like Oshim and Conville and others who have suffered gambling addiction, pleading with politicians to do something. And the accusation always to politicians that we don't listen and that we're more interested in invested interests and uh, and the weight and power of people like horse racing Ireland. But I think for once. The political system is reacting in, a, in an appropriate way. Uh, and the advertising uh, element has always been something that we cracked down on when it came to cigarettes or it came to alcohol, and, and betting is the latest. I wish we didn't have a gambling problem in Ireland. Yeah. I wish that most people could could access gambling and enjoy it. I don't understand it myself, but I, uh, I do know as a sports enthusiast, the amount of gambling advertising and sponsorship on football shirts, which is deliberately targeted at, to my mind, deliberately targeted sports that young people yeah. will be interested in. And when you look at the statistics, I mean, you can only look at f- from people who are putting forward these this research from the Health Research Board, from the Irish Institute of Public Health, who say that we have a gambling problem, that a disproportionate number of these people who are affected are children, and also that we have a suicidal rate of one in five. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Now, you're obviously going to upset some people uh, in the early stage with teething problems, and I get that. Uh, but the bigger problem uh, is the addiction uh, and the suicidal yeah. ideation because but, of what's happening. Uh, Paul, uh, the concern that you have kind of about racing TV and this anomaly, you say people in the UK might be able to watch a, a race in Goran Park and people in Ireland wouldn't be able to watch it. I mean, lots of people listening to this will remember when they signed up to a Sky subscription maybe 15, 20, 25 years ago that we used to watch UK ads during the ad breaks. And eventually Sky yeah. realised there's kind of 4 million people living in Ireland, in Ireland. Let's just sell Irish ads. Racing TV will do the same, won't they? They'll just sell um, Irish ads and there won't be gambling ads and we'll be able to watch the Thaestes from Gorn Park. Yeah, I, from what I understand at the level they're at, I think it could be different to something like Sky Sports that would have, you know, extensive soccer coverage and, and golf coverage, whatever, that, that they would have, uh, that they would be able to do that. But, um, you know, that, so I'm not sure that, that that will happen. But what what really concerns me here is that, you know, there's the betting element of it, and you know, we we are fully supportive of, of, of what the government are trying to do here in this regard. But what, well, not what fully. concerns us mostly. What, what, mostly, but what really concerns concerns us is that you know, horse racing supports over thirty thousand mainly rural jobs and delivers two point four six billion to the Sorry, Irish economy. I have to come back in there. The, the, those know, statistics have been have been heavily, heavily questioned in recent months, but by the two uh, you know, highly publicized uh, reports. And it's also been outlined by the Irish Institute of Public Health that the the cost to the to the exchequer of gambling addiction far outweighs what the what what the exchequer receives in in taxation uh, and excise from uh, from from the racing. Okay, industry. Right. so I mean it's actually yeah. hurting yeah. the country more. Paul, than what the, no, but, what but the, the point the point the, the point yeah, but the point the point I'm making here is that leaving gambling aside, there, there's a there's an entire uh, bloodstock industry and racing industry. There, there are sales on this week in in Doncaster in the UK, which will be mostly of of Irish horses. 
Um, you know, there will be Irish buyers all over the world involved in all these things. And people internationally will want to see Irish horses running. People from Ireland will want to see horses running internationally. It's and, you know, we're, we're just concerned that if racing TV can't okay. um, cover but Irish racing... That, that's yeah, I, I, I started that. with Paul, so Aon, a final word to you, but a very yeah, quick horse one. Racing, horse racing Ireland is well funded from the Exchequer. The Horse Racing Fund is almost exclusively funded from the the gambling levy. It gets in around 80 million a year, unquestioned from the Exchequer. And the vast majority of that is spent on prize right. money. Well, listen, so the I, I, no, I'm going to interrupt both. Of, I'm going to interrupt both yeah. of you because we are out of time. But listen, I suspect it's a debate we will uh, have again. Paul Hensey is chief executive of the Association of Irish Racecourses. Aon Riordan is a Labour TD for Dublin Bay North. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.